Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Let's introduce you to the Hot Tub Lounge Handicappers. We have Darth Wager. You may dispense with the pleasantries, Commander. I'm here to put you back on schedule. I assure you, Lord Vader, my men are working as fast as they can. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate them. The OG of the podcast and the reason why we have an explicit rating on iTunes, The Joker. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Because it's all part of the plan. Evening, Commissioner. We got Nikki Guns, the 24-7 round-the-clock Vegas grinder. You don't like the prestige that I have in life. You don't like the notoriety. You detest the fact that I got more cars than most of you have friends. I got a big house. Of course, we got AK-47, who's been betting with the coach for the past 32 years. We've been handicapping games. That's uh, 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 Here we go. AK-47, the very best there is. When you absolutely, positively got the... Last but not least, that's me, the coach, the host of the podcast, and rest assured, my betting record is much better than my high school coaching record. You get to become a winner. Because if there's one thing I know, it is this. The losing stops now. Starting today, you will play like winners, act like winners, and most importantly, you will be winners. If you listen and learn, you will win. And of course, from time to time, we have special guests on the podcast to help us handicap all those games each and every week. All right, this is podcast 457, and special guest is not really a special guest. He's the OG of the podcast. We were just talking about it. He, we started in 2008 talking on the phone when, when we were in the Pick'em League. That's right. And we turned it in. We were like, you know, this is pretty funny what we're talking about. Let's turn it into a podcast. I think we did that in 2015. That sounds about right. And, yeah, so the Joker is here with us. And we got Johnny the Mush. Hey, hey. And Johnny, me and you are tied. That's right. For the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast Super Contest lead as we are in week 14 of the NFL. Is 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 Nicky in the lead too? Nick is not in the lead. He's and, not. And Nick is not here. He was he was so distraught about giving up the lead and you being in first place this late in the year that it made him sick and he's not here for the podcast. I today. couldn't be happier. <laughs> I think he watched the game last night. That's what made him sick. Oh, it could be the Steelers game. You might be right there, Joker. So we're in week thirteen, our final segment of the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast Super Contest. And we have three people at four and one: Michael D, Johnny the Mush, Death and Glory, who's hosting today in a, in a nice warm podcast center rather than the Pod Barn. Yes, thank you for uh, <laughs> your very studious accommodations. <laughs> and you know who else? Darth Wager went four and one. He didn't even meant. I talked to him on the ride here. He didn't even bring that up. He was. He sounded he probably, very distracted. He probably didn't look. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have five entries that went three and two last week. The guns, AK forty seven, Joker, myself, and Lieutenant Dingler, and the EC Bronco. That's not five. That's six. That's six entries that went two uh, weeks ago. Killed me. I went one and four. 
Yeah, you, you got to avoid those. Yeah. So on the season, me and Johnny Mush have 37 wins. Whitey has 36. We have Ray K with 35. And 34 wins, we have J.Q. Spartan, E.C. Bronco, and Darth Wager. Darth Wager sneakily lurking, <laughs> just like Darth Vader would. And we have five people with uh, three, led by the guns, Joker, and AK-47. So regulars on the podcast. Still hanging in there, barely. All right, so last week on the, on the podcast, my best bets went 3-0. and oh. And I am having, like, the season of... It must be the Christmas season because it just keeps on giving uh, for me in the NFL. I went three and zero. Nikki Guns went three and one. Both our both our five star and clipboard picks uh, were successful. And Mush, you went three and two. That's not bad with your best bets. Joker, you went two and three, but your pick of the week, the the Giants, that was a winner. I've been taking them strong. And uh, Darth Wager, uh, he won with his forced choke lock of the week. So a very successful week 13 that we're going to try and repeat for week 14. Uh, this might be a little bit more difficult for us, though. Uh, John, you texted me earlier today. Uh, the board is not talking to me, basically. It's, it's not giving me much. There's weeks when, 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 the Ve- when Vegas gets it right, and I think they've got their lines right on so that every single one is, is a toss-up. Yes, I feel the same way. I don't have much out there. It's going to be a struggle to get five games this week. If there's any week where they can climb back in and catch us, this is the week. If they got their handicapping down, this is the week. So to quote Dumb and Dumber, so you're saying there's a chance. You're saying, I'm saying there's a chance. You got it. Let's see how Johnny and, and the Joker do with the quiz. I think Guns would get this one right away. This, this, is, this is an interesting one. So this person wore number 57. This is podcast 457. This person played linebacker from Atlanta, Georgia, six foot three, 258 pounds. He was drafted in 1991 in the third round, 63rd pick overall by the New York Jets. He was a first-team All-Pro in 1998. He only played for the Jets. Second-team All-Pro in 2000. He's on the New York Jets all-time four-decade team. I'm not sure what that means with the four-decade team with the Jets. but Anybody that didn't touch a reporter? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think he sent any picks to a reporter. He is partially responsible for the Brady-Belichick era. That's a huge clue. Huge clue. Right now, Guns is listening to podcasts going, I can't believe you guys don't know this. you you got to know this. Guns is watching us like in Scrooged when his brother's playing Pictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Guns couldn't get Paul, uh, uh, the, the, the Patriot killer. So, you know. And, I was, guy, a, and I was an early Jets fan during this era. Yeah. This, this is when they had Boomer Esiason. This launched the Brady Belichick era. It's the one who hit Drew Bledsoe. That is correct. Oh, what's his name? Not Larry. Not Curly. Mo. Mo who? Mo Allen. Not Mo Allen. Mo Sislak. <laughs> That's from the Simpsons. It's yes. the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him, but I can't think of his name. He just said Mo Sislak. <laughs> Mo Green? Mo Green. <laughs> no, Mo Lewis. Oh. Mo Lewis. <laughs> Mo Sislak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, the the guns 
He's going to be disappointed with that, I, I imagine. So, all right. I would have never got that. Let's start off. No guns here. So we're going to start off with the coach's clipboard. Lock of the week. And never go near a lady who's got a tattoo of a dagger on her body. Now, you stick with that. Everything else is cream cheese. Great game there, Scotty. Thanks, coach. All right. We got the Titans, team 153, laying seven and a half points on the road at team 154, the Jaguars. And this is my coach's clipboard lock of the week. Are, are you sure? I'm positive. I'm absolutely positive. How big are the clipboard? Uh, it's it's well, like one of the clipboards I would smash during basketball season. So it, we're talking dry erase. Yes. Wow. This line has moved quite a bit. Uh, it was nine and a half two weeks ago. But last week, you could have got the Jaguars getting nine and a half points. It dropped to seven and a half. Partly because how poorly Tennessee looked against Cleveland and Jacksonville pushing Minnesota to the limit. Tennessee can't stop the pass. This is not a strength of Mike Glennon, who will most likely be the QB for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Jacksonville stops the run pretty good, but now they've got to stop King Henry. They're going to get that ground attack going. The Jacksonville awesome offensive line does not pass block well. The Tennessee pass rush stinks. We saw that last, year, last week versus Cleveland. They're going to be able to get a pass rush against Jacksonville. Tannehill's going to have no pressure on them. So now you got King Henry running wild. You have Tannehill be, being able to do whatever he wants passing the ball. They're going to score a ton of points. The only way Jacksonville can cover in this game is by special teams, like a big return, a block punt, a block field goal. That's not going to happen. Tennessee already played their one good game against the Jaguars earlier this year. It's ugly. Nobody's going to want to take the Titans off the beating they took last week, and especially the way the Jaguars looked last week. I'm locking up the Titans. My pick of the week, I've made two huge bets this season, both on Miami much earlier in the year, back in October. This one might be a quarter of my bankroll going on this game. Tennessee will win by 24 or more. What do you guys think? I think the Khan family has put a lot of their money into AEW wrestling. That's the problem. <laughs> they might have Chris Jericho at starting quarterback next week. <laughs> Chris Jericho. Still wrestling. He's like 50. Um, I think you're right. I think everybody's right in Tennessee off. Um, Henry had a rare fumble. Yeah. He was held to like 68-yards rushing. because it's his first fumble in a year. Yes, he hasn't fumbled in it since last year. Yep. It was like a year. Um. And I think they're pissed off, so they're probably going to come out the gate smoking, much like Cleveland did against uh, their opponent last week. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Bosh. I, <coughs> I agree. Uh, I, it's, it's more of a lean. I, I, would, I would not bet the game just because I just don't know what Tennessee is anymore. I think they will win on the field. They're awful erratic. They're still scoring 30 points a game. Jacksonville is averaging about 18 or 19 points a game, so so you're 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 on. I'm just not I'm just not willing to put my money on Tennessee for anything. So I just don't know who they are. This is an easy one, except maybe not that seven. It's over. It's over a touchdown. That's what's concerning. This is the thing. The, the, the Titans, they're very good offensively, bad defensively. They're going to be awesome against a bad team. Against a good team, they're going to struggle. You know, if they get ahead, they, they can control the game like Baltimore and stuff like that when they won there. They're going to get ahead. They're, they're going to dominate this game. I, I think if the Jets had won that game last week, I'd be much more confident that Jacksonville was going to tank. Yeah. 
All right, next game up is a lock for Nikki Guns, Johnny the Mush, and myself. This is a triple lock. Let's uh, let's see if we're all in agreement. Well, I wonder where the Joker stands in this one. Yep, this is a triple lock. Wait, will we be in agreement? I'm. I don't think so. I think I'm going to be against all three of you in this one. Joker, Team 167, the Colts are laying two and a half points on the road against Team 168, the Raiders. You are a former Raiders fan, a big Bo Jackson fan. Yes. Uh, Howie Long, Howie Long, Art Shell, uh, Tim Brown, and you know what? I know somebody agrees with me. The Guns actually agrees with me. I'm not going to reveal his pick yet. Guns is sick. He's not here. Joker, where are you going? The Raiders have burned me so much this year, but they're at home getting two and a half against Indy, who. Is somehow continuing to win with Philip Rivers, who just kind of lobs the ball to his wide receivers. And they should have lost last week. Yes. <laughs> um, I think the Raiders win, but I'm not that confident in making it a secure lock of the week. All right, so it's not a lock, not a lean for you. No. Johnny, where are you going? I have lost uh, repeatedly <laughs> picking the Raiders. I will not do that this week. Uh, this week, uh, I'm going to take... Indy. I'm going to take them even though Rivers may have a toe problem. They have injury concerns. Um, they're away. What, and I kind of hop on this all the time. And I, I'm sure the, the, the real gamblers out there would scream at me, but I look at how many points a team allows you know, on average. And the Raiders allow 30 points a game. Oh yeah, they're like the Tennessee Titans on defense. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, I think Rivers has enough experience and is smart enough, even though he's just lobbing the ball, to put up 30 on, on Vegas. And Carr's going to know what a luck out that was last week. Greg Williams fired because of it. And, and should have been because, again, when the mush watches TV and screams at the TV what just went wrong, yeah. you know that that guy's an idiot. So, yeah. I, I, so I, 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 will, I will lock up Indy, I'll take the two and a half, and assume that the Raiders just can't can't do anything on defense. So you're laying the two and a half. The Guns has the Raiders. I'm shocked, and I also have the Raiders. Wow. I Vegas is just daring betters right now to take the Raiders. It's almost it was up to three at one point. It's down to two and a half. It keeps fluctuating a little bit there. I have about three points of value with the Raiders in this game. Red flags everywhere. I understand their defense is softer than a jelly donut. They don't generate a pass rush, so Philip Rivers will be comfortable in the pocket. Uh, Philip Rivers is familiar with the Raiders because he played in the, in the AFC West for years. The Colts looked pretty good against Houston, but not great. They should have lost that game. It was a freak play that Watson fumbled the ball. Um, the Raiders need the Jets to throw the game away, literally, literally throw the game away for them to win it. The Colts can't be trusted. Just like you said, the Raiders can't be trusted – the Colts can't be trusted. Their defense has regressed. When they've played better teams uh, uh, that are, are decent offensively, their defense hasn't looked as good. They didn't look that great against Houston, who has a much worse offense than the Raiders. Um, the Raiders are a very good offensive team. They're a home team getting points. They've been pretty darn good at home. Uh, 
This is another one where no one's going to want the Raiders, especially after how they won that game last week, which means you got to take the Raiders. Taking the Raiders. Next game up. This is a lock for Johnny. This is a lean for the guns and myself. Let's see where this one goes. Oh, it's the Thunder. Boy, did they put the Thunder on last week against the Chargers. This is Team 101, the Patriots, on Thursday night. They were getting six. It's now down to five and a half. It's been fluctuating at Team 102, the Rams. Johnny, I, I it's so hard to find five games. This is a lean for me. I've been ter- I haven't had a 5-0 and week yet in all my super contests that I've, I've picked. I had a chance. The, the 49ers did me in. The fourth and fifth game has been very troublesome for me. I'm picking almost 70% of my locks this year, but I only lock up about three games a week. Johnny, where are you going in this one? So you know I have a series of rules that I've been espousing the last few weeks, one of which is never, ever bet on New England either way because you <laughs> always get it wrong. Uh, this is your gambling manifesto? Yeah, this is my manifesto. Don't bet on the Thursday game. So I'm locking up violating two, two rules of the two manifest. Rules of the road here. So uh, I am gonna. Uh, I'm I'm picking New England. Uh, I, the reason is, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, these games are are uh, the risk rewards are not as good as usual, and so you just kind of got to take something. Yep. New England is is building confidence. Um, they're definitely getting better. I've got to ignore Cam Newton a little bit. They're at use because he's using them. Belichick is using him the only way he can, which is hardly ever pass, grind it out, rely on your defense. They've been at UCLA practicing already, so we don't traveling is really not a factor. So the travel's not a factor. Not a factor. You know, the last few weeks they've just kind of been pounding it on, on the ground, um, relying on the defense. And we know that although uh, the Rams are. Uh, you know, on paper, certainly better. Um, they do have some injuries, um, and I think that Belichick has Goff's number, and he knows how to get to that particular quarterback. Um, and we all have seen Goff, not just in the Super Bowl, but just in general, does not respond well to pressure. Yep. And so I, I do think, because of Belichick, I will I will lock up New England, violating two rules in one. Well, Nicky Guns agrees with it. He's oh, leaning. Oh, no, that's not good. He's leaning with the Pats. Joker, what do you got? I'm not taking the Pats. He's not I, taking the Pats. I don't trust the Pats. I don't trust Cam Newton. They looked good last week, so everybody's going to be on them. They've looked good for about four or five weeks in a row now, though. I'm just not sold. It. I'm not sold on their defense, let alone their offense. Yeah. Yeah, um, and the Rams have a lot of weapons. So That's it'll true. be interesting to see what Billichek draws up, but I'm I gotta go with the I gotta go with the Rams. Alright. So I'm leaning towards the Pats. This might be one of my five picks. And the Pats really look ahead, but they do have Miami next week and Buffalo the week after that. Double look ahead game. <laughs> <laughs> the Pats need this win for division and wildcard purposes though. They're in the hunt. They're in the hunt. They're the last team in the hunt. Yeah, but they're still in the hunt. Well, the Rams just took over first place in the West thanks to the Giants' upset of the Seahawks. That's right. Go, G-Man. few concerns for the Rams. Their weakness on defense, which is a very good defense, is stopping the run. What, the, what can the Pats do? Run the run. ball. Jared Goff is good when there's minimal pressure, but 
Belichick spun his head in the Super Bowl. And he owns McVay. And you know what? Guys that coached under Belichick have done pretty good against the Rams. What did Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins do against the Rams? Kind of owned them. Beginning of the year, the Giants played the Rams, and they shut down that offense before the Giants were the Giants are right now. So I think this might be a scheme issue where the Rams just don't match up with that Belichick defensive scheme. I thought this line should be about three and a half. The look ahead was six and a half. You know, I I agree. I don't trust the Pats on defense either. I don't trust the play of Cam Newton. But I got to pick five games. This is not a lock for me. It's a lean. It's definitely one I'm leaning on playing in the Super Contest. Give me the Pats and the five and a half points in that one. Joker, you only one against us in that one. Yeah, you know me. I hate the Pats. Yeah, you do. I, with a passion. Next, but mostly their fan base. Yeah. <laughs> As a Pats fan, I agree. <laughs> it's almost like Red Sox fans. Yeah, uh, we know. Don't get me started on them. <laughs> All right, next game. The most well-known, the best-looking, the best-dressed. Custom-made clothes. Gold around my neck, Rolex watch around my wrist. My shoes cost more than your house. Okay, Guns isn't here. I'm going to do my Guns imitation for this. This is uh, game 165, the Chiefs, minus 7.5. At the Dolphins, team 166. So here we go. Coach, Johnny DeMush, you know. Joker, you know. I One of my babies this year is Miami Dolphins. My other baby is the Arizona Cardinals. I need my babies to do me a favor. My, my steal, you know, the NFL screwed us over. We got to play three games in ten days. I told you last week. The Washington football team was going to beat the Steelers. Now I need the Dolphins, my babies, to do me a solid. They got to do me a solid. They got to beat the Chiefs so we get that first round by the steal. Going to the Super Bowl, I'm telling you, I, you know, I'm being cautiously optimistic. I, cautiously optimistic. But this is a game where Kansas City falls asleep. Give me the Dolphins. Getting that seven and a half points at home, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're, they're not going to get away with this. The NFL will not get away with the way they're screwing over the steal. There we go. Is that, is that good, Nicky Guns? That's, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty I feel, good. Yeah. Spot I feel, on. Like we, I feel like you need an IPA to calm down now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joker, what do you have in this one? <laughs> I think I'm going with Kansas City on this one. I think um, even though the point spread is very uh, – Nice looking. I think Kansas City comes out and just blows them off the map. Oh, they're teasing you with the hook. Um, I just think Kansas City is a high-octane-powered offense, and the Dolphins is not, and they're not, they just can't hang. Yep. I, I've been back and forth on this one, Mush. What, what do you got? This is a lean for you, right? It, it, it's a lean uh, for, for Kansas City for exactly the reasons the Joker said. It's... It's tempting with the 7.5, 7. 5, but I think this is where Miami meets its match. That offense is just too powerful, and they won't be able to stop them. Um, you know, the, the question really is, do I think Miami could score about 25 points, 26 points? Because that's what it's going to take um, for them to, 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 to cover this. And I just, I just don't think they can. 
And I agree with you. Uh, especially if two is a quarterback. Yeah. And this is kind of a look-ahead spot for both teams. Kansas City is at New Orleans next week. That's a potential Super Bowl matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think they're going to look ahead. That kind of scares me. This is why it's a stay away. Miami is home next week versus New England. That's definitely a look-ahead spot for them. Uh, Miami has won all the games they should so far this year for the most part. Um, the Denver game away. Give them a pass on that one. I'm not sure their defense creates the turnovers that they have against the weak sisters on their schedule. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think that the Chiefs will turn it over like like uh, all these opponents Miami's had the past five weeks. The Chiefs struggle versus Denver uh, defense, so maybe that Miami defense can do the same. The only issue is that Denver team controlled the ball with the run game, and Miami doesn't have that as a weapon. I think the Chiefs win by double digits. I, I'm, I can't bet this game because of the potential look-ahead spot for both teams. I'm going to take the Chiefs, but it's a, it's a stay away from me. All right, before we get to the next part, uh, we got some more locks. We got some more live. We got definitely got more locks coming up. But if you want to major in a wager like Nikki Guns, the Mush, the Joker, the Coach, that's me. You go to www.mybookieag. Use that promo code Darth, as in Darth Wager. D A R T H. Use all capital letters when you do that. When you sign up, you get a 50% sign up bonus. When you play, you win. You get paid at mybookieag. All right, next game up. This is a lock for the Mush. All right, Team 151, the Packers. They're laying seven and a half points on the road against Team 152, the Lions. This is a lock for you. I'm interested to hear this one. This is a stay away from me. What do you got there, Johnny? Well, well, this is one of those where I talked myself into it several times over. <laughs> um, look, I uh, all year loved Green Bay. Um, I know they have you know, injury concerns on both offense and defense. They're scoring 31 points per game. They're only allowing 25 points per game. Um, you know, Rodgers is coming on. But the real reason I'm going for the tempting 7.5, right, like they're trying to make me take Detroit. The reason that I'm, I'm, I'm going, I think, I think you have two points or so of value there. That's number one, just kind of looking at the way um, that, that the coach likes to look at it. Um, and Detroit, you know, I think getting rid of their coach, I think, was a factor last week. And I think they played hard because of that. Um, I think the shine is off. Uh, and I think Coach, uh, you know, Coach Bevel can only get so much out of these guys. I mean, you ever hear of Coach Bevel? So, um, so I... I, it makes me a little nervous. I gotta, I gotta pick, have some locks. So I'm gonna take Green Bay in the seven point five, even though it's really tempting to, to, to take the points in Detroit. Oh man, uh, Joker, what you got in this one? Detroit is terrible. They are god awful. Um, they should be like the city of Philadelphia and resurrect a fake statue over a movie character. And we all know who I'm talking about. We're talking about RoboCop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Ed Two O Nine, one or the other. Yeah. Um, Detroit is terrible. Um, I'm going with Green Bay on this. Uh, I just think Aaron Rodgers is kind of in, in his own little world right now. He, he uh, I think he's going to separate from all the other guys that are, you know, being talked about MVP. That's right. He hasn't really been mentioned for MVP. No, and his numbers are great. Yeah. They're phenomenal. And two years in a row, his team's record is great. Yes. And, I mean, 
he's doing it with literally no one on offense. Yeah, Adams and yeah, but Adams was out like two weeks yeah, in a row. Yeah. Um, I'm going Green Bay. Um, like I said, Detroit is awful. Yep. Well, the Guns is leaning to the Lions. I also took the Lions, but I'm staying away from this one. The Lions were gifted that game last week versus the Bears. Yeah. Uh, the Lions don't run block well, and, and uh, Green Bay can get to they don't pass block well, I should say. And they and Green Bay can get to the passer. If DeAndre Swift is out for the Lions again, they could be in serious trouble. I might actually switch my pick to the Packers. They need DeAndre Swift out there. Um, the Lions jumped all over the pack quickly earlier this year, then folded like a cheap briefcase. That that loss the, earlier this year snapped a six-game against the spread winning streak the Lions had against the Packers. The, the, wow. the Lions, for whatever reason, have really played the Lions tough for three straight years. Um, fast track at Ford Field I think helps Adams. I think it helps Jones. But I think we get a late backdoor cover by Stafford. That's seven and a half. We, we saw Stafford work his magic late, especially because the Packers kind of, we've seen it a few times this year where they just kind of conserve it down. When they get the big lead, they're okay with letting people come back at them as long as they win the game. And I think that seven and a half, I think the hook matters in this one. So I'll take the Lions. This next one. This is a shock. This is not a shock the guns when he listens to this one. This one's a lock for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for that knee injury. Speaking of knee injuries, oh boy. I, I can't believe I'm going with this game. Team 171, the Falcons. This this game, the line moved, right? Uh, what, Johnny, can you look at the yeah, line? Yeah, let me look at the line. Um, it was Falcons laying two and a half. I think it moved to a pick, or maybe that was a different game. Uh, team 171, the Falcons, are at Team 172, the Chargers. And I, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm taking the Falcons. It might be the last chance for the Falcons to win a game. They got Tampa Bay at home next week. They're at Kansas City the week after and at Tampa Bay the, Tampa Bay the week after that. Atlanta, since firing Dan Quinn, their losses twice to New Orleans, and they blew that game to the Lions they should have won. So they've actually, like Guns would say, they've played pretty well. They're not going to lose a bad team that to lose to a bad team that's badly coached. That, that's my opinion on the Falcons. The Falcons' beat, uh, pass defense is suspect, which means you might get a big day from uh, Herbert. Think about that if uh, you're doing any like uh, in-game prop bets. Um, Anthony Lynn hopefully will let Herbert throw the ball. Um, having a full si- set of wide receivers helps the Falcons' offense significantly. Their, their wide receivers are healthy again. There will be a special teams miscue in this game by the Chargers or a bad turnover, um, and this is going to allow Atlanta to pull away. You just hope there's not a late backdoor cover by Hebert. Um, last I checked, it was two and a half. It's still two and a half right It's now. still two and a half. <laughs> as long as it doesn't get to three, I feel pretty good about this one. I'm locking up the Falcons with some ugly teams down the stretch for the coach, trying to win the My Bookie AG Super Contest, trying to win the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast Super Contest. This is uh, some ugly game, ugly teams I'm picking. Uh, the Guns, I don't think, has a pick in this one. Joker, who do you have? I'm going to have to go against you. Oh, you're going with the Chargers. Going with the Chargers. Um, I think this one is a shootout. And I just think the Chargers have more weapons than offense. Okay. And a better quarterback. And better wide receivers. All right. What do you got there, Mushy? I, I just feel like both teams... 
are just anemic. They can't stop. Uh, uh, there's just not enough offense. And, and while I agree with Joker about the Chargers, they've got a coach that won't let him play. You know, And that's why I, 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 that's the only reason I would lean towards Atlanta, although I would stay away from this game. It's simply because I think the Chargers are a better team. I think they've got a better quarterback and a better offense, and I think they're, for some unknown reason, their coach will not let them play. Yeah. Uh, can't play. You know what? Sometimes people play afraid to lose, and it hinders them from winning. That's what it feels, that's what it feels like <laughs> every, time, every time I watch him, you know. Yeah. It's like paralysis by overanalysis. I, I, I can't figure it out. This next game up is a lock for the guns. Oh, the guns. He's, he's shocking me in this one. He is locking up the Washington football team in back-to-back weeks. They're getting three points at the Niners. This is not a leaner lock for me. Is this a leaner lock for you, Joker? Um, I'm locking up the Niners just because I want the Skins to lose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pure help they, the Giants pick? Yes, they totally blew their load on uh, Monday. Against the Steelers. Yes, their defense is good. Let's face it. Alex Smith is a one-leg man. No disrespect. Playback, uh, comeback player of the year, definitely. But I just don't see it. The Niners are playing a lot better. Um, They've had a lot of injuries. They're getting some of these injuries back. I just don't like the Washington, whatever we call them now. The football team. Yeah, I just don't like them. I don't like them, period. Bosh, what do you got in this one? Uh, first, whenever you say no disrespect, <laughs> you really mean disrespect. So like, don't true. even bother. You know, <laughs> um, I'll tell you something. I, I, this week, I enjoyed watching. I can't believe that I enjoyed watching Washington play. Oh, just I, just you're just rubbing into to Nick I, and, and, I, it's, and Jared. It's, yeah, listen, I'm I'm not doing it just for that reason. I mean, it just it was just such a pleasure to watch Alex Smith go to town and on 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 Ben. Um, that having been said, I think it was kind of a one-week wonder, um, and and I don't think they can uh, keep it up. I don't like San Francisco, but I would lean towards them. I, mean, I got agreement with you through you two. I I like the Niners at minus three. I I will not bet it. The, the Niners have just had an insane stretch of scheduling, facing top ten teams for eight straight weeks, and they're they're in the hunt still. And barely. Five and seven. They're in the hunt. You know, I know Minnesota's six and six has got yeah. the last wild card right now. Both teams have slim playoff hopes. Uh, this handicap comes down to one thing. Dan Snyder. You ready? Kyle Shanahan coached in Washington with his dad. It did not end well. Mm-hmm. Felt his dad got a raw deal. They're going to stuff it up Washington sideways and pound away. If they have a chance to run it up, they will. They wanted to do this last year, but if you remember, they played in a, a Torrential downpours the whole game, and the Niners won nine to nothing. Okay. Um, I, I imagine he's not pleased that they only won nine nothing in Washington. He really wants to stick it to him. I also recall. Um, oh no! I, this is a return to the Bay Area for Alex Smith. And Alex Smith, when when uh, Harbaugh was there, played well, but he had some really terrible coaches his first mm-hmm. few years Singletary. there. Terry. Singletary, oh, yeah. Mike Nolan, yep. really, really hurt his career in the beginning. And 
I don't think he cover carries much ill will, especially after almost having his leg severed. Um, that Bills game might have ended the Niners season on Monday. This is why I will not lean or lock this up because it might be the you know Super Bowl hangover, tons of injuries, just lost a big game on Monday night. Mm-hmm. It might be the Niners are done. So that, I, I want to take the Niners. I, I think Shanahan wants this game, but something is just telling me that might have been the killer season loss on Monday mm-hmm. night against Buffalo. This next game is a, another lock. For the guns. Shocked in this one, too. I'm shocked the guns is going in a game with this team. We got Team 159, the Texans, at minus one. This this line has been bouncing all around, folks. We, if you look and you're like, the line's not that, we, we know. It's been all over the place. I've seen it at minus one and a half. I've seen it at Pickham. It's been all over the place. The Guns is locking up Texans. I also like the Texans. The Bears season killer might have had the season killer last last week against the Lions. Uh, Texans with a rare Watson turnover that probably cost them the game versus the Colts. Watson might come back with a vengeance in this game. He's been playing very good football. Uh, and this is an interesting matchup because you got the terrible Texans defense versus the terrible Chicago offense. Montgomery ran the ball pretty well last week against the Lions. He might be able to do that against the Texans. The Texans' offense is good, but it's on the road versus a very good Chicago defense. My big question is, I think the Bears might have quit. They might have quit on the season. Um, the Trubisky fumble was awful. It might have broke the Bears' spirit. Mm-hmm. The QB edge is the Houston. The offensive line advantage, I think it's a wash. Both offensive lines are eh. Defensive line advantage definitely to the Bears. The coaching edge, it's tough to say. Uh, you, you got Romeo Corral, the second time around as a head coach, and he's looking all right. Uh, the Texans seem to be playing better for him. I'm just staying away. I, I Gun to my head, I'm taking the Texans. Uh, Mush, what do you got in this one? Yeah, I got the Texans too. I, I had taken them when it was two and a half. Uh, I certainly take them at, at minus one. Um, I thought they lost to a good Colts team. Uh, you know, uh, Fuller and Kuti um, have been showing their skill. I think Chicago's just they're just playing dead now. I mean, I, I don't think they're I, I don't think they not that they're not trying. I just think their will is gone. I just yeah. don't think they believe that they can win. Yeah. So um, it's almost a pick 'em at this point, so I'll pick Houston. It's a lean though. As Lamar Jackson just ran up the gut in fourth and two for a touchdown. <laughs> yes he did. <laughs> so, Joker, uh, what do you got in this one? Um, I like Houston. Like you said, if I had a gun to my head, I'm taking Houston. Um, the problem with Houston is their his best wideout suspended for a PED. Yeah. Um, it's like two weeks ago he put up. They both put up crazy numbers. Yeah. Um, but the Bears are they're terrible. They're terrible. They are. They can't decide who they want at quarterback, and then when they do, that quarterback they put in ends up shooting himself in the foot. <laughs> um, uh, I'm. I'm, I'm I just don't like Chicago. They're terrible. Yeah. Hey. So that's well, the can first. Can I just say, I bent Cote and Hanson, not Fuller. Fuller's suspended. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. That's the first game we've had full agreement on so far. Yeah. Well, none right. of us seem very excited about it. No. <laughs> no. Except for the guns. Next game up is a lean for the guns. So the guns is, is leaning with his team. The Steelers. 
Team 177 now getting two and a half points at Team 178, the, the Bills. The look-ahead line, the Bills were getting two and a half. So this game has swung five points off of the loss to Washington and the Bills win. And this is a lean for you as well, right, Mush? It was. It was? Not anymore? I'm having my doubts. That line move is big. Yeah. Uh, I'll lead off for you while you gather yourself there. I think both teams struggle the ball, struggle running the ball. Pitt is much better on defense, but they've been banged up over the last, uh, you know, and now three games in ten days. Uh, that's very tough. I realize Pittsburgh's in FU mode, but they, they they seem to run out of steam in that second half against the Washington football team. Uh, they do need this game for that week one bye, possibly, with Kansas City just having one loss. Uh, the, def- the the pit defense though, lose Bush, lose Dupree, uh, Pouncey hopefully coming off COVID, uh, coming off COVID. The kicker Boswell, they're afraid to kick because mm-hmm. uh, Boswell was out against Washington. It's starting to pile up. Oh yeah, and Big Ben, his knee is messed up. As, if Nick was here, he'd be like, he's always got an injury. He's always aching at something. Mm-hmm. He's right? icing it at the strip club as we speak. Yes. So these uh, two teams very similar. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills, a fresher team. I changed my. I'm changed. Uh, you know what? No, I got to flip the Steelers. I was gonna go Bills because they're getting points at home. Yeah. I'm flipping to the Steelers now because I think this is a, a one or two point game. Uh, I'm taking the team that's getting points in this one. It's gonna be close. I'll take the Steelers because they're getting the two and a half points now. Bosh. So I had a strong lean with Buffalo, uh, with the points, the extra point and a half at home. Now it's now it's flipped, and I do also agree that this is a close game. Um, I'm a little disappointed in Nicky. You know, I would have expected even after the Washington game, he would have at least locked this up instead of trying to kind of wimp his way out with just a lean for his own team. But if he doesn't have the guts to all-out lock up his own team, then I'm going to take Buffalo, and I'll even lock it up, and I'll take the two-and-a-half points. Um, I like the way they're playing. Pitt looked very unsure of itself um, last night, and uh, I think the game really is, for all print potential purposes to pick them anyway yeah it's 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 tough playing ten, uh, three games in 10 days joker what do you got in this one i'm going with the buffalo bills lock lean 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 um, not a lock um bills are coming off a big win Steelers a big loss i just think that the spread isn't intriguing enough for me to actually be that confident um but the bills are good um, I mean, they should be. They've had top ten draft picks for the last decade and a half, so it's finally starting to turn around. Um, so we'll stick with the Bills. All right, all right. Our next game up. I've been riding this team for a while. Here we go. Ah, uh, the Saints have been very, very, very good to me. Been riding those Saints. Team one seventy three. They're laying six and a half points at Team 174, the Eagles. The Eagles have benched Wentz. And, you know, I think there's value still with the Saints. They're laying six and a half. I think they should be laying eight. The Saints dominate every key area. Coach, QB, offense and defensive line. This is a concern. The Eagles still have a shot in the NFC least. They also had a somewhat difficult schedule in the four-game stretch. They were at the Giants, at Cleveland in a monsoon, Seattle home, at Green Bay. You know, I would be more scared if Wentz was 
the quarterback. And now it's Jalen Hurts. I'm more confident now with the Saints in this one. The Saints' potential look-ahead spot, though, with Kansas City visiting New Orleans next week. I'm not sure they look ahead, though. They're, they're playing their own backup QB. Uh, they seem to be in grind at mode. I have the Saints a very strong lean. Want to be one, might be one of my five picks. What do you have, Joker? Well, I'm going with Philly. Oh, my God. You're a Giants fan. How can you take the Philly? This is why. Christmas came early for the city of Philadelphia. Okay. All right. You heard of Elf on the Shelf. Yes. Now they got Wentz on the bench. (laughs) Um, They should have probably pulled the trigger on this weeks ago. He's terrible. He's absolutely terrible. He was a number one draft pick from East North Dakota State University. I don't even know. But come on. He's got his ring. He's got paid. He might be done. Unless he's mentally done. Unless some coach tries to revive him, aka Belichick or somebody else. Frank Reich in Indianapolis. That's right. Yep. Um but I'm gonna go with Philly. Um I don't I think the Saints have been getting pretty lucky, um even with their quarterback play. Um not really sold on them. I think their record doesn't reflect the team they actually are. Yeah, well, I think the Saints are pretty good, and they're definitely pretty good against bad teams. I, I just wonder about the Saints in a a game where they have to come together as a unit, because I think there's some division still in that locker room all the way from the summer with that whole stuff with Breeze and stuff going on. So, Mush, what do you got in this one? Uh, I'm with you with New Orleans. Um, I I think the benching of Wentz, you get that spark once, and they already used it up. Yeah. You know, if they if they had benched Wentz after the game, I think maybe um, it'd be some interest here um, for Philly. But I just feel like you know everybody keeps talking about the quarterback, but it's not just the quarterback. The whole there's something wrong with that whole team, that whole offensive line. Um, yeah. um, I think they're, they're they're rushing for something like 116 yards a game, maybe. So I, I just don't think. Um, uh, they have anything to give on offense. In tor- terms of New Orleans, because they got a backup quarterback in, it, they're not going to look past this game. So, so it's a, it's almost a lock for me. Almost a lock. All right, Guns didn't give me a pick on that one. It's, it's, he's a stay-away game for that one. Next game up is a lean for you, Mush. Here we go. Oh, get the Whalers brass bonanza for wow. this one. We got Team 161, the Broncos, getting... Four points on the road against Team 162, the Panthers. Uh, which way do you go in this one? <laughs> so, so this is the mush, and I think this is indicative of my whole betting style. Um, I had uh, put down in my notes to, to Coach that I was leaning uh, towards Carolina. And then when I went to actually look at my notes, I couldn't find any notes on it, nor do I have any recollection of doing this, <laughs> which means that it's going to be probably one of my best bets of the week. Um, not entirely certain, other than the gut reaction to having watched um, these two teams last week, uh, as to as to why I think Carolina is going to win. And I think the the spread right now is it's four four. Yeah, I'll lean on it. I can't even give you a good reason other than I just watching these teams. No notes whatsoever to justify my earlier reaction. Uh, Joker, what you got? Coin flip. Coin flip. Coin flip. So which way your coin land? Denver. 
Denver. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is my dilemma. My my numbers I look at say this line should be one. This is a dead heat even game. With Carolina get should be laying one point because they're the home team. The Broncos are getting four. I'm getting a field goal advantage. I got to take the Broncos. I hate it. Carolina's coming off the bye. Denver's on the road. The Broncos have been running the ball pretty darn good lately, and their defense has been very good. The pass rush for Carolina is not that good, so Drew Locke might have some time to pass. Uh, And with a better running game lately, I'm not sure Denver can win it, and I'm scared because I think the Panthers are better coached. But I think this is a field goal game. I'll take the Broncos. And this is a game maybe on the outskirts looking in of, of being in my top five, depending on where the lines shift. Here, here's uh, is just this headline from yesterday, which I just noticed. I remember seeing earlier, McCaffrey to return by eight Panthers hit virus list. Oh. So I, they did say that they did the Panthers did. So they must be confident. They didn't add anybody to the NFL's reserve COVID-19 list on Tuesday after adding eight on Monday, but barring no setbacks, they, they're going to be able to return to their facility. It's never a good sign. Yeah. But they did have a, a week off. Well, they had a week off, and now they got – wow. Yeah, that could be a problem. I know. Who is – their medic on their team, for God's <laughs> sake. <I know. laughs> Holy jeez. I've liked Carolina all year, and I can't even explain why. Yeah, they're really well coached. They are. They're, they're really well coached. All right, next game up. This is our last lean. And then we get to the games that nobody wants to look at. So, <laughs> last lean. Oh, we got our last lean. It's a Monday night game. Team 179, the Ravens, which we're currently watching right now as they're down 10-7 to the Dallas Cowboys at Team 180, the Browns. I have the Ravens right now giving a point to the Browns. I mean, there's a lot going on. The game's going on right now. There could be a key injury. The Guns is leaning to the Browns. I'm leading to the Ravens, even though I bet on Cleveland last week. This is a, a huge game for little brother Cleveland. Uh, they were boat raced by the big brothers in the NFC North, AFC North, the Ravens and Pittsburgh this year. The, the Browns are just a small dog at home. Usually that makes me want to take the Browns, you know, small, small short home dog. Uh, they did beat the Ravens last year. Like the Steelers, the Ravens should be tired. This will be their third game in 11 days. The Ravens' pass rush, they need to bother Baker. Uh, the Browns' offense has put up a lot of points. Outside the bad weather games and that Pittsburgh game and the Ravens game, that that Browns' offense has been awesome. Uh, Ravens pressure Baker, they cakewalk. If they have no legs left and they can't get to Baker, this could be trouble for the Ravens. I'm not locking it up. This is a stay-away game for me, but I am taking the Ravens. Mush, what you got in this one? Um, it would have been the Ravens, but now I'm watching them on TV as we do this. Um, they're down 10, seven to, to Dallas. Um, I think they're going to be, I think they might, I think they're going to be tired. Um, I don't trust or like Cleveland. Um, and I will just stay away from this one. So you're, you're Ravens or I'll, I'll, I'll take the Ravens. Gun to your head. You're taking the Ravens. Yeah. Joker lean lock lean. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, Baker's playing well. Let's see if he can continue it against a team that he must win against. Yeah, and they, it, it was a must-win game last week, and they did win. So, um, so I'm gonna go with Browns. I feel like uh, 
this is their first winning record in God knows how long. Yeah. So this is the first time that the Browns and, and Bills have had nine wins in a season since 1989. Jeez. But, but do you trust the Browns? Do you trust Baker? I have a scenario where the Browns go to the AFC Championship. Wow. That was my scenario. You listened to the podcast in August. I had the Browns in the AFC Championship against the Ravens, which looks totally ridiculous right now. Um, yeah. All right, folks, we're at that point. There's four games left. and Oh, Joker probably has a lock in this one. Of course I have a lock. He hasn't revealed his locks. Oh, right. um, but if you, if, uh, you want to get my book, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play, uh, email me. I got some hard copies. I can, I can send it out to you. I'll uh, charge you a little over the cost of, of, the, of the book uh, for shipping and stuff like that. I'll send that out to you. I'll even sign it for you. Uh, you can hit me up at, on social media at Talk Gambling, Instagram or Twitter, or you can email me at talk, uh, TalkGambling at gmail.com. So I'm an author. You can give it to somebody for a Christmas gift. It'll cost you about $8. Uh, this is game 163, the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are getting 6.5 points at Team 164, the Fox. Is this a lock or lean for you, Joker? The lock. This is a lock. I'll let you lead off then. I'm going with the Vikings. You're going with the Vikes. They need to win. Yep. They are in the hunt. They definitely are in the hunt. And Tampa's not that good. They're really not. They look good on paper, but look at who their wins are against. They don't really have that big of a quality wins. No. I'm going with the Vikings. They need to win. They beat Green Bay. Yeah, that was a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Vikings. Um, I just think they're a more desperate team right now. Right, the guns are staying away from this one. Mosh, what do you got? I'm staying away from this one, too. Uh, I do like Tampa Bay, um, but I sure don't trust them. Yeah. I, I am going with the Bucks, and this is a pure I want the Bucks to get that that five seed and face the Giants in the first round of the playoffs. That's the only thing I want is <sighs> Tom Brady. Kidding? Tom Brady against the Giants. I'm going to wish this every podcast. If you remember about five weeks ago, I predicted that. Yes, you did. I may have stolen that from you. Um, <laughs> it hasn't been impressive with the Vikings, but they're back in the playoff race in the NFC. The Vikings run back into playoff hunt consider, it coincided with a very soft schedule. The doubts about Tampa coincided with a tough ske- tough stretch of their schedule. They've had an extra week to prepare, to get in sync. Uh, they're they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. The Vikings are good on defense in the red zone and third down, but I think Tom will figure that out. Will the Vikings figure out how to win with Cousins? Because that Tampa defense is going to shut down the run game, and they're going to have to have Kirk Cousins win the game for them, and that is something I would not bet on. As long as it stays under a, t- a touchdown, I like the Buccaneers. He's going to have to score 25 points. And I, don't think, well. I don't think they can. And they're going to stop Dalvin Cook with that run defense. Next game up, we're watching them. Team 155, the Cowboys. It's not on my bookie AG yet, but yeah, I've seen it on some other sites. The Cowboys laying four points on the road against Team 156, the Bengals. I'm going to shock you with this one. I'm taking the Cowboys on the road laying four points. Should the Cowboys really be favored by more than a field goal on the road? No. Brandon Allen was hurt versus Miami, meaning Ryan Finley will get the start possibly <laughs> for the Bengals. 
He did go 6-7 versus Miami, but really didn't get the ball downfield that much. He mostly checked downs. But this is an Andy Dalton return to Cincinnati game. And I don't think he was too happy with how, the things, how things played out there last year. That the Cowboys, if they can stay within one game of the Giants, and right now they're doing a pretty good job of hanging with the Ravens. They, that last game of the year, Giants-Cowboys, if the Giants and Cowboys, if the Cowboys are one game behind the Giants for the, the NFC least, and they win that game, they have the tiebreaker because they would have beaten the Giants twice. Four points is an awful lot. This is a bad Cowboys team, I understand, but they got the better QB. They have the better coach. Even with their depleted line on offense, they have a better offensive line and a better defensive line than the Bengals. This might be a super contest pick for me. I. I I really I struggle for four and five games. I got I usually get three, but the fourth and fifth game is tough. The Cowboys might be one of them. No, no, you got to win with some ugly teams. No team's uglier than the Cowboys. Joker. I have to go with the Cowboys on this one. So you pick the Cowboys. You pick the Eagles. I think that Andy Dalton is going to come in piss and vinegar. Yep. And throwing touchdowns. All right. I'm all over Dallas. I, for the oh. same, yeah, I, 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 I really like, I really like Dalton coming into Cincinnati and, and, and trying to prove something. And really, since he stinks right now, yeah. they've really got nothing and nothing to play for. A um, lot of regression. There. Lot, yeah, a lot of regression. I think, I mean, that is Dallas's pin. Is they're still in the hunt. They're still in the hunt, and they're driving right now. In the yeah, Ravens, exactly, at exactly. So I, I, you know, I. This I might pick this in the super contest too. Yeah, uh, Dalton we, just threw we, a pick. I got got to see what the the final line yeah. is. Yeah. Whew, boy. All right. I know this is gonna be a lock for the Joker. We got team one fifty seven. The team formerly of St. Louis. Now in Arizona, the Cardinals. They are laying two and a half points against the New York Football Giants. Team one fifty eight. Joker. You're locking up the Giants. It's your pick of the week. I know it. Lock of the week. Pick of the week. Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy? Doesn't matter who's the McCoys at quarterback. The Giants are taking this game. <laughs> the real McCoy, Shady McCoy. We're going with Colt McCoy. All right. I wasn't a big fan of him. He manages the game well. Threw a couple big passes in the fourth quarter. The only reason he had a turnover is because Evan Ingram in year three Drop the ball again. Can't catch the ball with his 10-inch hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the Giants' defense. They killed Russell Wilson to the point where uh, the coach of Seattle was like, their defense blew my mind away. Yeah, Pete Carroll saying that. Pete That's Carroll saying, knows defense. Yes. You get a very similar quarterback in the Cardinals. Yes. You had a you know very similar you – now. Metcalf is a speedster. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is a freak. Yeah. Um, he's probably the best wide out to come out in the NFL in the last 10 years, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Randy Moss retired a while ago. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see what the Giants do to shut him down, but they did it against arguably a top three team in the NFL. I like the Giants in this game. Uh, and the fact that they're getting points is all the better. Yeah. Uh, what do you got there, Mosh? I'm with you. I, I agree. I agree with the Giants. Um, Arizona's coming to the cold. Um, the Giants have some, some confidence 
in themselves now. You're right. McCoy is a, a nice game manager. That experience, I think, is, is served him well. Um, you know, if, when you look at their passing yards and their rushing yards per game, they're actually not terrible for the teams that they're playing against. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I I I certainly think the the the, the two and a half points is is a, not a nice number. I would definitely lean in that direction. Uh, th- this is a tough game for me uh, because the Giants looked very impressive in Seattle last week. Most impressive was the defense, the discipline they had in the pass rush. To contain Russell Wilson, they'll do the same thing against uh, um, uh, Kyler Murray. They're going to make him throw the ball from the pocket. He doesn't do a good job with that. Uh, similar defense to what the Patriots do, what Detroit did, and Arizona's had trouble with that. Um, the Giants might have to go have, might have to get back to back good games for Colt McCoy, which is asking a lot. It is. Uh, the Giants' defense has been awesome on third down the past three games. That's been a big bad thing for them. Uh, but last three games, awesome on third down. Uh, this is the Giants at the high point right now, and you're you're not getting much value, and you're getting the Cardinals at the low point. And I, I like to grab those teams when they're at the low point, when they're desperate and hungry. I think the Cardinals are desperate and hungry. And for whatever reasons, the Giants seem to struggle at home, especially against the spread. But I, I'm, this is a new regime with the Giants. I, I'm going to go with the Giants. I can't lock or lean it. It's This is just – I have it, the heebie-jeebies about this one. I just There's something about this game I don't like that's making me stay away. You know, you – a little food for thought. They had Russell Wilson last week. They got Murray this week. Next week they have Lamar. The next week they have Baker. Mm-hmm. All four very similar quarterbacks. Yeah. Baker so doesn't run as much. Similar statue. Yeah. He will get outside the pocket. Yeah. Um, so the defense is ready. They've been preparing for these teams for five, six mm-hmm. weeks now. Yeah. And you know what? They're getting them all in a row. That's yes. a big advantage to the Giants. Yeah. Good point. Uh, I was listening to this. I saw somebody a video on Twitter. It was a rant on Cliff Kingsbury. And when he was at Texas Tech, when he was at, like, every stop he's been at, he's finished seasons terribly. Yeah. They don't win. So they, we might be catching the, the Cardinals at the right time of Lombardi year. Might, I think Lombardi pointed that out, too. Oh, really? Um, and uh, just looking at the feed, uh, four hours ago, it looks like the Cardinals activated uh, Fitzgerald. Uh, so, no. so he's playing. So it looks like he's going to play. All right, last game of the week. Team 169, the Jets. <laughs> They're getting 13.5 points at Team 170, the Seahawks. This is a must-win game for the Seahawks. Uh, they, they need to win this week to set up the last couple games of the year versus the Rams and the Niners for the division title. The Jets prove versus the Raiders they're actually trying to lose, I think. It, no, you know what? They're not. Because I watched that interview with uh, Adam Gaze. Yeah. My God, that guy was heartbroken. Yeah. It was like he was like genuine. Like the first time I ever thought that guy was genuine. I usually think he's fake. He's more plastic than anything I've ever seen. And it was like genuine heartbroken. And they're like, did you talk to Greg Williams? Yes, I talked to Greg Williams. And did you ask about the play? Yes, I asked him about the play. We thought we needed to get pressure. He didn't throw Williams under the bus, but my God, that, that, I, I actually felt bad for him. <laughs> can, can someone answer a question? I've never coached football, so I don't. I think I understand this well enough. 
But on the last play of the game like that, when when Williams calls, what do they call that? The cover zero, I think it's what it's called. They, they brought the house. One-on-one. Right, on one, right. Individual, no safety help. So, again, the mush knows this is wrong. <laughs> like, I mean, it's your sign from God that this is not the right thing to do. Does Gase hear that call in his headset? Can he overrule him at that moment? What? I mean, all I remember was is the end of the Super Bowl between Seattle and New England. And Belichick pacing the line saying, do your job. And someone's screaming, do we got to call a timeout. And he just looks and says, no time. Like, he's saying no time. He's, there's a defensive coordinator, but he's making the final yeah. move. Where was Gase? That's what I don't understand. Doesn't he get a chance to overrule him? He, d- he should. But everything's happened very quickly. And maybe, like, he, he didn't. Why, why didn't he call a timeout? They had did a timeout. He, did they have a timeout? I, I, they did. They did. Uh, why wouldn't he? Like, if you saw that. Most would call a timeout just to see what the alignment is exactly. on the offense. Right. And then. The other factor is the play before. They had a guy beat over the top before that play. He just missed him. Like I said, it's the mush rule. If I can figure it out, no one's paying me $4 million. Yeah. It reminds me of this time I played Madden online, and I ran an engage eight for four straight quarters, and the kid could not figure it out. (laughs) And his dad came into the room, and he's like, for the love of God, throw a slant. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, time to switch my defense up. Uh, You know, I watched this Greg Williams show. Like, he's almost like sabotaging the Jets from within this year, it seemed like. You know, he wasn't exactly a team player for Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland. Um, He almost cost cost Sean Payton his career. Sean Payton was suspended for a year because of Greg Williams. Yeah. yeah. Um, The past three games, the offense has been better. Believe it or not, for the Jets than Seattle. The Jets, 5.5 yards per play, which sucks. Mm-hmm. The Seattle Seahawks have been 5 yards a play. The Jets are getting 4.8 yards a run. The Seattle Seahawks, 4.2. The Jets are getting 6.7 yards a pass. The, the Jets, the Seattle Seahawks are getting 6.1. Um, the Jets' defense will not be disciplined in the passing lanes like the Giants were. They will be over-aggressive. You're going to get a big day from Wilson passing around the ball. This is a hungry, motivated Seahawks team versus a heartbroken Jets team. I'm taking the Seahawks minus 13 and a half. Mush, you. Yeah, I, I, I won't. It's a stay away from me. Um, I, would, I would take Seattle because they have to win. Um, the Jets are scoring on average 15 points a game. They're, they're serving up 30 points a game to their, to, to, to their opponent. Um. I think they'll still try, but I, I just don't think they have the wherewithal to, to win this game. Yeah. Joker. I wouldn't take the Jets if they were playing Willimantic Midget football team's A starters. That's a little much. That's no, a little hyperbole. I don't right think there. it is. Uh, the Jets are terrible. They're obviously playing for the kid from Clemson. Um, yes. Yep. Which is crazy because where does Sam Darnold go now? Uh, he's, he'll be a uh, Indianapolis Colt. Colts, and they're saying they won't happen because it's in division. Bilicek wants them. I wouldn't be surprised if Bilicek pulled some strings like to some team out of the division. Hey, get this guy, and I'll give you A, B, and C. But once you trade for a guy, I'm not sure you can trade him again. You have to, or maybe that's an NBA rule. It might be an, that's NBA, an NBA rule. Yeah. I don't think. I yeah. think you can. Yeah. What, right, uh, the That'd Brock, be a Belichick type. Isn't that the Brock Osweiler rule? Like yeah, he went like a couple of places. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Uh, all right, so you're you're obviously taking the Seahawks. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, that wraps it up, folks. There we go. All sixteen hey, games. Hey Nick, it's okay. I think you can come back next week. You know, hopefully the tears will be dry by then. <laughs> I would just like to go on record. I didn't curse once. You went the whole round, Joker. No explicit rating for you. This is much better. The last time we did a podcast live together, it didn't age so well. It didn't age like Johnny. You know what? It was podcast four hundred. Me, you, and Darth all got together for it. When was that? It was back early March. And we were joking about COVID, this big disease oh, no. that was yeah. gonna, that was going to affect the world, and it, right. it literally didn't age three weeks before. Like, do I need to de- delete that, that podcast? <laughs> it aged terribly. I think we went to that's if, if I call recurrently um, the night before we ended up arguing on the phone and didn't do the pod because we were talking about all the issues going on outside of COVID. Correct. Uh, what were the issues outside of COVID? Uh, Minnesota, Bruce brutality. Oh right, yes. Me and me and Darth got into a forty-five minute screaming match. Right, that's right. <laughs> so we podcast four hundred. It's cursed. Was right around <laughs> the Minnesota oh, thing. No. Yeah, it was right around. COVID was just starting to heat up. And yes, like, and literally, I think it was a week after that podcast aired. It was everything shut down. Like it was text uh, messages of hey if you go to the grocery store and find toilet paper yeah please <laughs> we were joking about it the whole time like and they were like oh that didn't age well no it didn't age well at all oh man we're still here now in December December and we're about and to get we're, shut down we're again at at eight per eight point six percent positivity rate in Connecticut so well they still have me going into school there's no students in my school a th- over a third of the staff is not there. And it's not the students that have COVID. It's students zero, teachers three getting COVID right now. Huh, I wonder yeah. why. And <laughs> it's it's not a good scene because, you know, some teachers aren't healthy. And, no. And it's no. Uh, like the a, underlying issues that end up happening due yeah. to COVID. I mean, yeah. uh, wear a mask, people. It's not hard. Yeah, wear, wear, you wear know what? Mask. A couple of people that have gotten it have been wearing masks. And I... I you two are the closest I've been to to any human other than my family in my house right now. Yep. And it's, Same with us. Well, I wear a mask all the time. Yeah. And I know a woman at work that, you know, she got it, and she is very diligent about being safe, and yeah. she still got it. By the way, for the record, we are all six feet apart. That's yes. right. Yes, we're practicing safely so the governor can't shut down the podcast. So, and, and we are a group of less than how many? Uh, so, so I think we're down to six now. Six yeah. and ten. Six, yeah. yeah. So there you have it, folks. Uh, go to www.mybookieag. Use promo code Darth at checkout. You get a sign-up bonus when you do that. And uh, if you want the picks, they're on www.jeffreybelanger.com. And if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon for Christmas, click on the Amazon banner. It looks like the Giants' uh, fourth Super Bowl ring. <laughs> uh, click on that. Buy yourself something nice or buy something nice for somebody for christmas shanked it and a little bit will come back to help support the cost of the show and no additional cost to you i think i just hit the guy <laughs> yeah the camera <laughs> no i hit the kid that was the kid all right we're watching the cowboys ravens game and they're the guy that's holding the net up so the ball hits the net he's holding the net up and the cowboys guy the kicker just shanked the ball and it bounced off the guy's head <laughs> funny story you mentioned 
giant Super Bowl rings. Years ago, it was a group of Giants players. Here's the replay to see if the kid got hit. Oh, yeah, I'll tell the story hey, after. Hold I on. It's a, I wonder if it's the kid or if it's one of those uh, cardboard cutouts. Oh, maybe I had a cutout. It's about to go. Oh, oh it cut away. Oh, it cut away. Oh, uh, look. McCarthy's mad. He wanted to hit the guy in the head, too. Baby Huey was upset. <laughs> um, years ago, it was a bunch of Giants defensive players. I want to say it was Tuck, Usi, um, Pierre Paul. I guess Lawrence Taylor had fallen on hard times in the late 90s and pawned his ring. They went and got it back for him. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it wasn't cheap either. Um, but I believe they got it back for him and gave it to him. Wow. Once a giant, always a giant. Well, what's his name, too? Uh, Good Morning America guy. Strahan. Uh, oh, Strahan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you have it, folks. Some some mindless chatter at the end of the podcast. This is almost like when we used to record on Thursday night. We watched Thursday night football. I know. When we, when we used to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL, if you're listening, you should pay me just to do voiceovers for the guys with masks. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, folks. Everybody have a great uh, end to the work week. And as always, may the picks be with you.